Should you ever write for free? Should you ever do free work? Let's chat. You're listening to Copy Chatter, the podcast where we talk about all things writing business. We're having a conversation here about freelance writing and freelance writers, and you are invited. Let's chat about business, marketing, dealing with clients, mindset issues, copy tips, and rolling with the changes. We'll also delve into what's going on with this particular writer as I grow and build my own business. Ready to talk shop? It's time for some copy chatter. So historically speaking, I have a lot of opinions on whether or not you should do free work. Um, But basically my opinion at this point comes down to it depends. Um, If you want to do some free work, I think you need to do it strategically. I don't recommend writing for free in general. However, there are times when what you get in exchange for your free work um, is worth it. (laughs) Merits the uh, sacrifice, I guess we can call it. Now, the first thing that I want you to think about when you're writing for free, um, the first thing that I think makes sense, and this certainly makes the most sense to me, is when you write for your own portfolio. So you're not paying yourself to write, but you do need to do some unpaid writing work for yourself um, to build up your writing samples and and build a portfolio. Now, if you have a portfolio, maybe you have some client work already that you can show for yourself, but you want to move into a different type of writing, what you may want to consider doing is a um, do a sample of what you want to be doing for clients for yourself. So if, if I want to, for example, break into case studies, I might write a case study on my own business. And that is a time when doing free work might make sense. So that's pretty basic. And everybody knows you need writing samples. And if you don't know that you need writing samples, <laughs> well, I'm here to inform you that you need some writing samples and no one's going to pay you for your writing samples. Okay, so that is, um, now that that's out of the way, let's talk about another time when I think it can be advantageous to write for free. All right, I just had a big yawn and I edited it out and you're welcome. (laughs) Okay, so the next time it makes sense to write for free is, within reason, guest posting. So guest posting can be an effective marketing strategy. There are some people who have been able to do it really, really effectively. Um, Guest posting is great when you are invited to write or, you know, you target and you pitch a blog that is really popular in your niche and you're able to write on a topic that your ideal client is going to be interested in and that may or may not lead them to, ideally may, lead them to coming to you to do more of it. So maybe you're writing a blog um, on the benefits of, maybe you submit a blog post to a website for, I don't know, I'll use an example from my own history. I used to be a, a guest writer for Flywheel, which is a like a web hosting company. So they are something, they are a business that a lot of web designers and web developers are going to, um, they're a service that, that those folks are going to use. Y'all, I don't know what's wrong with me today. I can't stop yawning. <laughs> this is awkward. Okay. Um, so we're talking about guest posting within reason. So if so, for example, if my target client is web developers and web designers, and those are the folks who I want to work for, then if I were to be able to publish on Flywheel, 
on Flywheel's blog because that's a service that a lot of those my ideal client people use, then my name is out there as a freelance writer. And maybe um, I do a post on how to turn your web design expertise into a course and maybe how to market this course. So now I have sent this signal in a pool where a lot of my ideal fish are swimming. I've sent this signal that says... I understand that you have valuable expertise. I understand that everyone's talking about how to do a course. And I understand that you have questions maybe about how to package up your knowledge and turn it into a course. And guess what? I'm a writer and I can do that for you. So then anyone who reads my posts and is like, you know, I really do want to move forward on this course idea, but I don't really know what to do. Suddenly they know someone who knows some stuff and they may reach out and get in touch with me. So in that kind of situation, a guest blog post does make sense, even if they're not paid. Another time a guest blog post might make sense, even if it's not paid, is if you're going to get featured on a byline that is impressive to the people you want to impress. So if I were to pitch Business Insiders or Mashable or... Um, fast company or anything like that, any kind of website, maybe the ClickFunnels blog, any website where the people who I deal with um, are going to be impressed by having that masthead, um, where I can see as where I can say as seen on, you know, as seen on digital marketer and things like that. That's a case where it does make sense to do that work for free, because that is something that you can use for your own credibility. Now, if your goal is just to get as many bylines as possible, and you're just sort of buckshot trying to rack up mastheads, I don't know if that's going to be worth your while. You're probably better off spending time writing for clients and then using um, using those bylines for your as seen on. If you can land quality clients, then you can demonstrate that you're working um, and that you are working for these reputable companies. But so the guest posting strategy might help you. Uh, it might make a bit more sense when you're a little bit more established or when you're trying to level up your authority, level up your not cred creativity, your credibility, your creativity too, I suppose, if you if you get some really good ideas out there. Um, so guest posting within reason does make sense if you've already got some client work or if you know that you're going to get some really good leads from this guest post. But guest posting just to guest post doesn't always make sense. Um, okay, another time that it makes sense to work for free is when you're trying to crack into a new niche. And um, we kind of mentioned this before, like you want to start offering a new writing service, but you're having trouble finding anyone to hire you to do it. Or you want to do one first to find out if it's something you want to go into. I highly recommend that you offer this service um, to do it pro bono for a nonprofit or for some kind of cause that really means something to you in exchange for a testimonial and the ability to use that sample. So you could do this maybe if your friend has a shop and they could uh, benefit, they could really be benefited. Maybe you want to set up an abandoned card sequence or something. You want, to, you want to see if your emails are any good. So you offer to do a sequence for a friend of yours who has some kind of offer where they can use an abandoned cart sequence. And so you do it and you make this deal where you can use this sequence in your portfolio and your friend will give you access to the statistics um, for 30 or maybe 60 days after it starts running. Okay, so that is a situation where it might make sense to do some work because this is, it is highly advantageous for you to go ahead 
and and do this work for free because you get the practice, you you get the sample which you needed to do anyway, um, and you can get that feedback and you can get the testimonials. So those those that is something that's not. Um, necessarily going to work against you. Now, I wouldn't do that a bunch of times. I would do it once, right? So, so maybe you can offer this free email sequencer, you know, maybe one page of a website, maybe like the about page of somebody's website um, and get your feedback and get your testimonial. And if you can get your data, your benchmarks, just, you know, well, to see how close you come to the benchmarks, and use that as a portfolio piece and use that testimonial and use that as seen on if it makes sense for you to do so. So that is another way that it can make sense for you to write for free. And now finally, the last um, situation in which it might make sense to work for free is if you have been asked to do a sample, if and only if the prospect has been carefully vetted and you really want the work, and you have the time. Now, generally speaking, I say if somebody wants you to do a sample for them for free, it's a it's an automatic no, I don't work for free. And I recommend that you not work for free. So this is something that might come into play if and only if, like I said, this is a prospect who you really, really want to work for, like a really big name, or um, someone who's um, a friend of, of someone who you want to impress or something like that. If you know that landing this gig is going to get um, your foot in some serious doors, maybe you're going to crack um, crack into a new echelon of client and you know this is someone you can trust and you have the time and you really want the work. And I, I will also say, and you can afford to lose this, um, you know, the, the, the opportunity cost is something that you're willing to lose. So if you have been asked to do something that you normally get paid $500 to do, and somebody wants you to do it for free, can you afford to lose that $500 in exchange for what you think ideally is going to be a really big deal? But if it doesn't go the way you want it to go, then you're going to be out that $500. Well, not out the $500, but you will have missed the opportunity to go find that $500 somewhere else. Generally speaking, this is not going to happen. Most of the time, um, any kind of decent client is happy to look at your samples, happy to have a call with you, do a paid trial and that kind of thing. Um, Very generally speaking, companies like organizations are what want free work from you, whereas individuals are okay paying you for your time because they understand because they have probably been service providers too. However, um, that's anecdotal. <laughs> that's based on my own experience. Um, so um, there, there are times, there have been times when I thought, well, maybe I'll just pull the sequence together and, and do it for them just to show them what I can do. And then I know that I can, um, you know, I know that they'll be convinced that I'm the right person for them and, and that kind of thing. And this is the kind of confidence that you can um, build up over time as um you get more experience, you get a better sense of people, and you you sort of know how it goes. It's a real judgment call. I tend to say, no, I don't work for free. Um, but there are some people out there who I'd be willing to do free stuff for if it meant that I got my foot in the door for actually working with them. If it's somebody I really want to work with, and I have the time or the bandwidth to take it on, you know, it's worth the risk to me, in other words. Okay, so um, a great way to avoid being asked for free work is to build up your referrals and your inbound marketing efforts so that people come to you and they come to you with the expectation that they will have to pay you.
That sounds kind of simplistic, but it's certainly, it's definitely um, something that uh, that works. When, when you're applying to gigs and you're applying to job boards and stuff, um, a lot of times people will want to see free samples. Um, and that's not always a scam, but a lot of times it is a scam. It's a great way to waste your time, basically. So generally speaking, I, I don't recommend it, but these are the four situations in which I do think working for free might be okay. It might make sense. Um, and if you are in a situation where you've been asked to work for free or you're thinking about it and you're not sure what to do, I recommend that you come into the Inkwell Guild and post your question in there and we can help you out. We can help you sort through the data that you have on this opportunity and help you kind of clarify what your thought process is and brainstorm ways to respond if this is um, a request that you need to respond to. Okay, we are the Inkwell Guild on Facebook. You can just search for the Inkwell Guild Um on Facebook, or you can go to theinkwellguild.com and that will take you straight there and just answer the questions. We'll let you in and then you can, um, then, then you can, you can go. (laughs) You're off to the races and we're here to support you and cheer you on and help you out and give you good feedback and uh, hang out and be cool, right? We're cool. Writers are cool, right? We're a little neurotic, but we're pretty cool. Not so bad to hang out with. So I invite you in and um, let's see. That's all I got for today. I will talk to you next week. A funny thing happened the other day. I realized that many of my podcast listeners don't know about Clips Camp. So now I'm going to tell you about it. Clips Camp is a three-week course for new and advanced new (laughs) freelance writers who want to get started with high paid client work. If you are on Upwork and miserable, if you're on Fiverr and miserable, or if you haven't even done anything to get started and you don't know what the first step is, Clips Camp is for you. I'm teaching you how to put together a solid portfolio of writing samples that position you as the kind of awesome writer that awesome clients want to hire. So if you want in on that or you just want more information, go to clipscamp.com and I will see you on the inside.